is the Not Ugly Pod, where we talk beauty that's odd. Odd beauty standards that never served us. Let's make a change when we fuss. Look, I'm not a rapper, but you get the vibe. Hi, I'm your host, Sarita Fontanesi, pronouns she, her, and this is the Not Ugly Pod, where we talk all things beauty outside of traditional colonial standards. I am so pumped to be joined by my incredible guest, the one, the only, A.V. Perkins. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, Avi and I met through a program called Self Made, helping to get more women entrepreneurs, women business owners out there into the world doing their thing. Avi was incredible in helping mentor me around social media, branding, marketing, because that is her bag. It look, if you don't know AV does what, then I don't know what you're doing on the internet. You want to tell the people a little bit more about you and your work? Well, I tell people succinctly that I am, if Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg had a baby, it would be me. So that is the quick and dirty version of who I am as a person. I am a media personality and entrepreneur. Some of my credits include HGTV, HGTV Handmade. I was a digital host for them for a number of years. And Apartment Therapy, Drew Barrymore Show, this goes on and on. That's my Martha Stewart side. So my Snoop Dogg side now. I am the co-founder of University of Dope. It is a disrespectful party game for hip-hop lovers. So, yeah, literally both of them is me. Yes, and look, Martha and Snoop are best friends. Exactly, and I am best friends with myself. See how that works? I absolutely love that. We need more Martha Snoop, you know, collabs, energy. Um, I am... I really resonated with a lot of your work because I'm like, yeah, I want to do a DIY home project while blasting trap music. And I shouldn't have to pick. You shouldn't have to pick. And you don't have to. Ladies and gentlemen, we can have it all. (laughs) Okay. Have it all. Okay. We're not settling for anything less than what we want. Absolutely not. In this economy, I can't be settling. In this in this economy, in this timeline, in this life. To get things started, um, I like to ask just a fun question of if you had a dumb amount of money, like we're talking stupid money, you're not worried about bills, you're not yeah. worried about student loan, none of it. None of that exists. A dumb yeah. amount of money, what beauty product or treatment are you getting? So I'm scared of surgery. Like, I wouldn't mind a little baby BBL if it was like... a lightweight BBL. <laughs> yeah, like a baby one, you know? Because yeah. my frame, my frame can't handle all, you know, all that movement. thighs and butt don't match. I would want it so it can match my thighs, thighs I existently yeah. have. So, you know, yeah, yeah. but um, so if it was, so that's not even, money is not the issue. That, that is safety. <laughs> Any other thing, it would be like microblading. Ooh. Like, like grease and everything else otherwise. Yes. Yes. I love that. I go back and forth on microblading just of like, can I bring myself to spend the money? Like I try to like con myself into being like, it's an investment. You're investing. How much time are you going to save in the morning? For me, it's, um, um, it's nerve wracking because my skin would not necessarily blend in with, you know, like I am of a light, I'm black, but I'm still of a lighter shade. So yeah, yeah. I can't play around and mess like, oh, you make, oh, you, oh, wrong stroke. No, that is on my face forever. I still have chicken pox scars. I can't take that risk. 
Hey, so, but the way yeah. like people who had chicken pops through like late 80s, early 90s, we all have trauma of like pink calamine lotion. Yeah. And our mothers, uh, if your mother was anything like my mother, swearing up and down that if I just put the lotion on and sat still, I wouldn't get scars. <laughs> so I have a crazy um, chicken pox story and I'm going to, I'm going to share with your audience because the other day I made a Facebook post saying like, you know, when I get married special to roast everyone I've ever dated or, um, or had a crush on. Right. And then I said, starting with the gentleman who gave me the gentle boy, cause we were kids who gave me chicken pox in the second grade. Right. <laughs> so I was like, you know, count your days, Michael, I'm going to find you. And you're the first one on the list in this comedy special. And I feel like I don't remember any day speaking to him before that day. And I don't, and I know he moved at some point after the chicken pox fiasco, but we sat, I just remember the day we sat on the bus and I feel like we was having a great time laughing second grade on the bus, <laughs> gave me chicken pox. And not only did he give me chicken pox, I brought the chicken pox home and what? gave it to my brother, my younger brother and my younger sister, my baby sister. Yes. And uh, we were out of school. So I had it the worst cause I had it the longest cause I brought it home. And then my family had decided, I guess it was obviously had to be pre-planned, but we were going to go to Florida. We were going to take a trip to Florida. And then the doctor said, well, you know, the sunshine and the salt water be really good for them. So I essentially had the chicken pox the longest. They, they probably don't even remember that having the chicken pox. Cause it was like, we hit Florida and now that I think about it, why like my parents, we drove to Florida. Why would you do that with chicken pox kids? You know what? I have questions. Now, this, this brought something else up. I got to ask my mom, like, why did y'all do that? <laughs> why did y'all go over several state lines with sick kids? It was the 90s. It was a wild time. It was, it was a wild time. My mom took me to a chicken pox party. Like I, one of, I lived in an apartment complex when I was really little and one of the kids, and we all went to the same school. One of the kids had chicken pox. So the, all the other moms got their kids together for a play date so that we could all get chicken pox at the same time. My mom was like one and done. Let's do this. Wow. Diabolical. They are diabolical. Yeah. It was, you know what? Asbestos. They didn't even have asbestos warnings at the time. We got to give them some grace, you know? Asothelioma is haunting all of us. I, I, like I said, I will give them some grace on why they took us all across the Eastern seaboard. Like it was a road trip. Why did we put the chicken road trip covered? <laughs> they said, look, we're not missing out on this vacation. We can't get a refund. It's happening. And then I think about it. I think my other siblings, like my older, like why? Maybe they had chicken, like they're older. So maybe they had it when I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I have questions. So I'm glad I'm glad we brought this up because I'm gonna talk to my mama right after this. Report back. You know, let us know. <laughs> Why did y'all do that? But yeah, the sun, <laughs> the sun and the sea cured them. And I remember before the trip, just sitting watching thriller, right? Because I guess they were playing all the like behind the scenes with all the pink lotion on me. Like, what's uh, the last time you even seen was it calamine lotion? Like, yeah, do they even yeah. sell it? Is that even? I part of me is like, is this a fever dream? Like, did I make up calamine lotion? <laughs> like, where? Right? Did they go out of business? Is that Johnson and Johnson? Right? Who's who's slinging calamine lotion today? Yeah, like you know how like big pharma. Where's big chicken pox? Where's big chicken pox? 
There was a vaccine. They got eradicated. So dumb money. We're doing microderm. Yeah, we're we're gonna do microblading. Microblading. But if but if safety is covered in, yeah. I might do like, you know, like a country club BBL. You know what I mean? Nothing too crazy. Just a cute little like, boop, like, you know, like I feel like I can really, honestly, I think that can be handled with cool sculpting. I want the aesthetic of a lightweight BBL without terrifying pressure, danger. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think that's reasonable. So with that in mind, thinking about, you know, what our treatments would be in our dream spa scenario, simple lightweight question. What does beauty mean to you? For me, beauty is being your best self. Ooh, yes. Yes. And whatever that looks like, right? Because, and and then it can also evolve. Because yes. your best self at second grade after the chicken pox is different <laughs> than when yes. you're 37 years old. And yeah. then it can still be similarities, right? So it's not like you're disregarding that whole journey, that 30 plus years of growth and work. Is things I definitely, you know, the childlike state of yourself when you're a child, the playfulness, that is something I like to keep, you know, the lightheartedness of myself and my personality. So that is beauty to me is just constantly elevating, constantly um, evolving and enjoying the, the, the journey. Now, also, although I do believe in self-acceptance, right? Just know that it's every stage, there's different stages, there's different phases of yourself. So if you feel like, hey, you know what? Like I've had braces twice, right? So if we're going to keep it a full stack. My parents did it and I didn't get the memo about like retainers and stuff. <laughs> um, I missed that day of braces training. I did. I completely did. And I just thought it was going to be like that. It's like I treated after getting braces like I had veneers. Like I just knew it was one and done. And it was not. It was not. <laughs> I never had braces. My brother had to have braces for a long time. And I remember I was so jealous that he had braces and I didn't because I was like, everybody just keeps talking about going to the orthodontist. They get to leave school or come in late. Like they get they, they get the colors and the rubber bands. And I was like, I'm just sitting over here like a chump with regular, regular teeth. I can't relate to the people. <laughs> Very painful the first time around. I did not choose for it. They were, you know, my parents were just like, okay, you know what? We're going to just do this. Second time around, you know, my, I think my wisdom teeth grew in. My teeth just started slowly shifting. And, you know, the whole not getting the memo of retainers. Uh, One day my mother said to me like, hey, A.V., you want to be on TV, right? She was was like, yeah, like you need to get teeth fixed, right? My mother keeps it really straight. That might sound harsh because my mother really thinks she's Kris Jenner on the low. Um, But super supportive. Just like Chris, just like Chris. It's not every mother who would facilitate the leaking of your adult film because she saw the long term. I don't know what Chris Jenner's uh, uh, zodiac sign is, but the strategy. I was going to say, I felt like she's a Capricorn. My mom's a Capricorn. Um, My mom's a Capricorn too. So exactly. So you get it. They have vision, the strategy. The way my mother has no problem telling me about myself at any given moment. And my grandma's a Scorpio and I grew up being raised by both of them. Just the double whammy. And I'm a Leo. And the scam of Leos is we're very fragile. Mm -hmm. Like we give off the big and bad, like I'm the lion vibe, but we are actually incredibly fragile. (laughs) I am a cancer and I had to look because Chris Jenner is a Scorpio. Yes. Okay. I I just needed to know. 
but yeah. yeah so like with my mom she is always super supportive so when she did tell me that i was like okay well i didn't take it maliciously it was like what why no one else told me you know what i mean like my mother had to tell me like i don't think i like y'all anymore <laughs> but it worked because literally god did like that's kind of like how we're like where i'm on the money to get these braces as an adult because you know that is out of pocket, a hundred percent. And I found the money and I was in the chair the next week. And then consultation, by the time I took it off, it was, I think I did two years. I took it off and I was booked for flea market flip, HGTV's flea market flip. Now, if I didn't take that action, if my mother did not say it right when she did, and I, and I didn't take immediate action, I would have either one been on TV with braces or two. I mean, I did other stuff with braces on, so it's not the worst of things, but I had brand new teeth on that show. So <laughs> on, on HGTV, they saw the new grill. All of that to say this journey, this braces journey is that, okay, if you may feel like you want something that you want it to be changed, it's okay to change it when you yeah. are accepting yourself you can accept yourself and still evolve and still elevate to still be considered your own form of beauty. Right. Yeah. Now yeah. it's always a fine line. It's always that fine dance of you don't want to get into over improvement, right? So it's you know body dysmorphia and all of those other yeah. things, and it comes with knowing yourself, right? Because the beauty is from the inside out. So when you're doing your inner work, you'll be able to say like, "Hey, you know what? I actually do not need a nose job, right? I mean, I never thought that about myself. I actually love my nose, but you know what I mean? Like, I don't oh, need." Yeah. X, Y, Z. I love that, uh, that point that you made about there's a difference between accepting yourself and saying, and making a, a choice, making an active decision of, I want to get braces mm-hmm. and I know my worth and my value regardless of that thing versus, oh, once I get my teeth fixed, it's on and popping. Once I get this thing done, I'm ready. Let's go. I'll finally, the outside will match the inside. Like that type of stuff makes me unhinged. <laughs> because, <laughs> well, wait a minute. If the inside's good, the outside's good. Like the, there's, there should be no discrepancy. At least once a month, I'm like, maybe I need to become a lashes girly. And then again, my budget is like, who? You got lashes money? And I'm like, no, yeah. But it is it is motivated from a place of like, I think those are cute and I think they're fun and I would look cute and fun with them. Not, oh, I will look better and therefore be better if I get my lashes done. I think it's awesome. And this is, I'm, I mean, my mom listens to everything I talk about. So, um, you know, it's another shout out to her. It's have fun being a girl, have fun being a woman, right? Yeah. So if you want to wear lashes, you know, if you don't want to get the extensions, get the strips. Right. There's all there, all of these, if you're talking about price, right. There's always, um, cheaper alternatives. I work with my hands often. So I'm a press on girly through and through. Them Sally Hansons have carried me through sometimes. Kiss. I need, I need a sponsorship from them. Right. Like, are you listening? (laughs) Please listen. Seriously. I need, I don't have nothing on right now, but I got some cases here. Pow. My next one is I'm putting on tomorrow. As you go on on the journey of beauty, right? There's sometimes you realize, you know what? Get the guac. Like that is, you know, when I do have a self-help book, that is going to be yes. a chapter. Like, you know, you want guacamole. Yeah, okay. Yes. It's a dollar more. And yeah, the pizza was only $2. So now it's a $3 slice. 
because you got guac, but you know you wanted guac. But you wanted it and you deserve it. Yeah. And it was, and guac is good for you, right? So there's been times where, okay, I might, so I may not go nails, like actually, I might do press ons, but I started using Fenty like last year. And I said, listen, Rihanna don't have to make no more music ever again. Like she could be the Avon lady. I am completely content. And I don't even have her foundation. I have the concealer. Yes. I have like the skin tint. And I got into, like, I fell. Right. And seriously, I did fall and I had a black eye. Right. Because no, it sounds very DV. Right. And it's not. So I have to clear it up. I fell at a concert. But this is all to say this is for the, the Fenty endorsement. I have several yeah. pictures that you would not be able to tell. And okay. I just had her concealer on and the skin tint. No filter, no nothing. There's a difference between enhancing and like just completely redoing your face like when we think about makeup and stuff mm-hmm. i was never a like really intense makeup girly i put a solid beat on mm-hmm. but i i wasn't one of the ones that could like shape shift just with some highlight and yeah. <laughs> like i never had that skill it wasn't my ministry but i think there again there's a difference between like look i want to put something on to smooth my skin or i want to cover up a black eye but i i still recognize again that core value and i want to add on to it versus oh i need all of these things to hide to mask to cover up the things that either i don't like about myself society has told me for so many black folks especially black people who wear makeup right like we are told that our noses we need to highlight on the sides and or highlight down the middle and shadow on the side so that we can have a more narrow ultimately european nose and it's like uh, absolutely not you think i'm gonna take time out of my day (laughs) yeah to carve a nose on Yeah. And then, you know, it's, it's very much, I, I see makeup, like how you, you would see art, right? Because it is mm-hmm. a form of painting, right? Yeah. So you want to highlight and shadows and stuff. And those all, you know, can create something. Now it goes back to that fine line of the over improvement and what is the improvement, right? Cause mm-hmm. is the improvement more European or is it, you know, an enhanced version of yourself? Right. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's that that fine line and that that dance. But I do believe in like, hey, and even if you're not doing makeup, other things like you can splurge. Like I started like, OK, this is going to be an, a line item. Right. Ooh, so it's yeah. different. Yeah. It's different when you're like, man, I don't have the money versus this is a line. item. know yeah. so me going to my personal trainer. It's in the budget. And I don't, and I was thinking to myself, where am I going to get the money from? We're finding the money because it's in the budget. We've already planned to have the money for it. I get my nails done every four weeks. I got my first set of acrylics when I was like 15. It was for a school dance. Mm-hmm. And I don't do acrylics anymore. These are my natural nails, gel builder. Shout out to Kate. But <laughs> I've been, I have, I've been a nail girly mm. <laughs> my whole life. So my nail, my nails, I know how much it's going to cost. We, she and I, me and my nail tech, we have our budget of where we want to stay in. And to your point, it is a line item because it's not only, it's not just getting my nails done. It's a form of self-care. It's a form of self-love. It's a form of me carving out space, time, and money resources to do something for me that makes me happy. Yeah. So the same thing, like with skincare, like I did, uh, 
you know, I use Biosance and Tatcha. Mm-hmm. Tatcha. I just started using them. Yeah. But one day I ran out of Biosance and I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to just go. I try to go back to the drugstore and my face mm-hmm. almost fell off. <laughs> like, and it wasn't even CeraVe. It was like, I can, I can do CeraVe like sometimes, but now sure. once I started using Tatcha, I was like, okay, you know, th- it's out. It's out. It's just gone. Right. Maybe, maybe like a travel, travel case, but it's, we're, we're off that. It's in the line item. I had someone ask me after an event, they were like, you're like glowing. We've, we've done this whole event. Like, how are you still looking so put together? And I was like, I have a evening and morning skincare routine. I buy quality makeup and I take my antidepressants. I drink water. I, I tell people, Men let nobody's son idiot, right? I am of Jamaican descent. So for those of you who do not understand Patwa, means I do not let anyone's son take me for an idiot. And you know, some green juice, some rose, you know, to even it out. And it ultimately is like, I'm going to protect my peace. <laughs> and that's gonna give me so much more space to just love on myself, which the products are good. The makeup's good. Like those things again are enhancing and adding to. You gotta make your energy expensive. Ooh, yes. Make your energy expensive. I love that. So we're talking a little bit about how our makeup routines, how our skincare routines have evolved over time, how we show up for ourselves. Um, so thinking about that, how has your definition of beauty changed over time? I'm not even completely sure. I just feel like it was like always evolving. So it's kind of like you know, like if you were at the beach, right? Do you notice when the tide changes? You just know one day you're like, you're just here and your, your feet are just like pedaling, right? Like right at the shore. And then before you know it, you're like knees deep in the water. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's like that. I didn't understand the concept until I became older. So I think that mm-hmm. helped to, you know, reinforce my idea of me being my own beauty standard. I remember one day, I think my aunt had bought me like a Barbie doll and it was, she was white and my, I just overheard them. So I was not even minding my business. So this was an after school special lesson that I was not even supposed to hear. And, <laughs> and my mother was just like, nah, this ain't it, right? And I didn't understand why, like, why can't I have the doll, right? And I just yeah. knew whatever it was, this doll was bad and I never see that doll again. But it was funny because at the, in the 90s, they didn't have the ranges of, black dolls yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's like for me i just saw a doll as a doll because i'm like if you know stacy stacy was super chocolate and then barbie uh-huh. is white so i'm just like and then there's me av in the middle we're gonna just i'm gonna hang out with both of y'all we're gonna just work it out right and then but it wasn't until i was in college and then i learned about like the doll test and things like that and the kids gravitating more to white dolls and you know that being like their standard of um beauty so I, I think for me, how it evolved, I just learned to do more like acceptance. Mm. So in the journey, so there's been times I've gone up and down the scale, like I-95. There's been different reasons why, right? right. So you were more like emotional stuff. So then that's yeah. inner work, right? That's inner work that I had to do. And then, you know, one time going to therapy and doing that. And now I'm losing that weight now. There was another time I gained some weight, but it was because I turned 30 and I was just partying. Like, I was just like, we were outside, right? <laughs> I was surveying the land before y'all were calling the streets, okay? That's a whole different set of circumstances because then that's just like, okay, you know, hey, you can't, 
if you want to have a certain, you know, size and your metabolism or whatever shape, you can't just be having like, you know, thought juice and chicken wings, right? Like <laughs> you just can't do it, right? Like you, 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 just, you can't. And you were doing that. <laughs> but it was good <laughs> it was good so that's what i'm saying so with that it's like oh we had a good run but now we gotta reel it back you know just like any run like you know like wow high school was great college was great now we gotta reel it back right doing things like planking in the street that was fun but we can't do that no more so that is when you're like okay that's a different set of circumstances so that is easier now when it's other stuff you go back into doing it in a work right? And understanding your triggers. Why, why is it like this, this time versus the last time? And what, how can we troubleshoot? So this doesn't happen again, right? So that's part of that self-acceptance. Like, okay, this is where you are. And you know, you still gonna go outside and looking cute because your face card ain't never declined, sis. Love how it's really anchored in, I'm good right now. I'm doing work to keep being good, like to keep being like happy about myself. I think something that we get stuff on a lot is, well, once I do this thing, then I'll be perfect. Once I do this thing, life will be better. Once I lose the magical 10 pounds that have somehow been holding me back from everything and the world will become open to me. And we forget to honor who we are right now in this moment. Mm-hmm. Of like, I'm still a worthy and valuable person, even if I want to make changes in my life. And honoring every season of your life, right? Because through all of this, all of this journey, all of the things that we're talking about, you're banking on living. If the pandemic has taught us anything, it is nothing is promised. Life will do what life does. Life be life in. <laughs> So you're already assuming you're going to, you're going to see this through while we have breath. We still must honor the season that we are in. And if your season is like, Hey, I got a couple extra pounds. That's, that's whatever. And if I'm, if I'm good with it, I'm good with it. If I'm not, then I want to improve because things, people go extreme on both sides. Yeah. I should say radical self-acceptance, but radical anti-evolving. Cause, mm. if, cause if you're making the decision for yourself, you're mm-hmm. making a decision for yourself. People who have lost weight, they know there's people who like them heavier and like them skinnier, right? Sure. So Look, we write about Luther every day. <laughs> Are yeah. you so, fat Luther or skinny Luther? And it's like, so what does he want? And then sometimes those those messages in either direction, if it's not something that you want, it will still pull at you and you know mess you up internally, which affects your beauty anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. So when you let those outsiders' voices come in. That's why you end up keep chasing what somebody what somebody else thinks is ideal versus you making a decision for yourself. Yeah. And I, I'm curious what you think about external pressure of, of this is what beauty is. This is what you should look like. This is what you should be like. How do you balance the, the people who are maybe giving honest feedback and, and it's, and it's useful versus, you know, just haters who just want (laughs) to. Yeah. So this is, this goes into relationship building, right? So even though I said, why no one else ain't tell me, maybe it wouldn't have been received as well, but I know my mother holds me down like 10 toes down. So if you're saying it, that's why I'm like, wait a minute. I'm going to never talk like that. So I got them. That's why I was like, that's why it sprung me into action. Not, um, not like, oh my gosh, insecurity. Cause I know mm-hmm. she wants the absolute best for me. So that's why you have to vet your circle to make sure the people 
and you being a part of that circle, right? Like you being a circle in the member of y'all circle, right? Yeah, yeah. You're adding value to folks. So when you hear something from them, you're like, wait a minute. Granted, you don't have to take what anybody says at face value, but if you're saying you're a trusted source to me and who always looked out for me, it's like, hmm, maybe I should, I, uh, I haven't been wearing my resina. Maybe yeah. she got a boy or two. Yeah. <laughs> so even, even taking what she said you still put it up against like well what is my experience yeah and you're like well i haven't been wearing my retainer and i know that's the thing that keeps my teeth straight so yeah. she might go to something <laughs> yeah 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 i mean and then also at that time it was one of those like in pictures my teeth looked fine but it was videos. So I saw it. I even saw it myself. And I just knew, I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't even like price out braces. It was just one of those. I'm going to just make a bunch of money and get brand new teeth like everybody else. And this is before the veneer craze. And yeah. I went to the orthodontist. They were like, you do not need new teeth. Let's just, let's just straighten this up. So it was one of those, you, 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 you weigh out the, the pros and cons. And I was like, yeah. she ain't lying though. Cause my bottom, like when all whistles grew in, my bottoms was looking crazy. And I was like, how am I supposed to get grills? Take foil gum wrapper and put it on your teeth. And I definitely remember doing that on the chicken pot road trip. So you started to talk about, you know, it's really important to recognize who's in your circle and also whose circle are you in? And so I'm curious, do you, are there people, places, things, whatever, you know, that makes you question your beauty? Consciously, like in this moment, I could think there was a time I did. But that's when I was letting people's sons take me for an idiot, right? So <laughs> when it's like, it'd be your own people, right? Those were, um, you know, specific times. And, you know, before I did the internal work, um, after gaining weight and realized, okay, you're, it's emotional eating. What is making you emotional? It's not the, you look this way. It's the, why do you look this way? That's, so that's what makes it the, the turmoil. Right, right, right. I just described right. two separate times of weight gain, and one was a fun time. <laughs> like I would do it again, late night chicken wings with the juice. I would, I would, I would. Right, but now yeah. you yeah. know, being more health conscious, I really can't. I mean, the chicken has the juice, probably not. Rose, you know, switch it out. Another time, gaining weight was more so dealing with the depression after my father passed away. Right. Mm -hmm. And I talked so much about my family. He he was the one driving this chicken pot road trip, right? So it's all of these things. He was the ringleader of right. this road trip. So with no seat belts, right? Because it was the 90s. No, the way my grandmother, my grandma in Houston, drove a Lincoln town car, navy blue with the velvet blue interior. Love and it. she would have me in the back seat because that's where kids go. Mm -hmm. Not a seat belt available in sight, just rolling around in luxury. Oh. And she made me run errands with her. I was one of those kids who ran errands with the grownups, uh -huh. which is probably why as an adult, I love running errands. I'm like, yeah, this is a good time you get treats yeah. while out like let's go let's do but it just living wild and free in what i thought was like a limousine in her lincoln town car <laughs> i'll raise you one better so in this road trip we had a dodge caravan right and it had the wood it was very it was so 90s i wish i had pictures of it the wood paneling on the side right and then you know it opens up that sliding door like the kidnapper mm -hmm. van so uh -huh. got that a bunch of kids in the kidnapper van and it has like those <laughs> row seats uh -huh. two 
seats in the front and the row seats. My parents, you know, they decided to take one of the rows out, right? So now, and it's like blankets, we having a picnic. Why? Why weren't they apprehended by the authority? <laughs> not, not only is there no seat belts, right? There's no seat, right? Yeah. So, because they, they, we, you know, we they made a living room in the back of the van. That's exactly what it was. So it was blankets. We would hang out. It was a party bus. It was a yeah. party bus before the party buses. So there was the back row that still had the seat belts. But who's going to be in the seat belt when everybody's damn there playing spades? Even though nobody plays spades, but they we in the middle. It's in the middle yeah, of, the, yeah. of of this car. You know, there's blankets, there's pillows. It's like a play pit. And I don't know. <laughs> How many of us was in this? Like my older, two older brothers, me. So it's got to be seven people. So yeah, of course, that's me in the core memory and dealing with the depression of losing my father. It just, you know, it's it becomes the why are you? Why is this happening? Right yeah. versus just the the result of the 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 happenings and you know going to therapy, doing the inner work because that is a part of being beautiful too. Right. Yes. You have to do your inner work. Everyone has to do their inner work. I yeah. I recommend everybody at some point sit in somebody chair. And even if even if you feel like maybe talk therapy is not for you, because you can evolve out of that. Because mm-hmm. I've gone to therapy twice. And at the end, it was just like it was because the second time I went, it was because I was having body issues, you know, because I was in a relationship and the the ending of the relationship was very much like, okay, well, you know, well, by the way, I think you're fat. You're going to let off the clip in the last 15 minutes? The last 15 minutes of the relationship put me in a tailspin. So yeah. uh, I was like, okay, well, we got to make sure I don't revert, you know, because I just already did like a good block of time to handle um handle the passing of my father. So I was like, we're not, I'm not letting nobody take me for an idiot, even if yeah. it was in the last 15 minutes, we, we go, I'm like, doo, doo, doo. Hey girl, my therapist, <laughs> let's talk. I consciously knew like, okay, this dude is bugging, right? Like this is, this is dumb. I can see myself. I'm like a total smoke show. And I think, I think that therapy stint was maybe, I don't know, maybe like a month or two, two months. The first time was like a year. And I was like, sis, it's only so many ways I can tell you I, I can't stand somebody and I look good. And she's like, yes, you do. And I'm like, I don't want to say, see you later. Because I don't want to see you again. <laughs> it's so true that like our perception of ourselves can become wildly situational of like when I, either I've been with past partners or just in certain times, places, spaces, the minute that I'm back there, like I, I'm visiting the old stomping grounds or the minute that I'm thinking too deep, too hard about someone else immediately I look in the mirror and it's a whole different person in front of me. And I'm grateful because of therapy that I have the tools to get myself out and not be stuck there to be like, stop it. You're being ridiculous. Let's take a breath. Let's take a breath. Let's reground in reality, which is I'm a smoke show and can't nobody. (laughs) And then even with that, that goes into like tuning out the noise and making the decision for yourself because like, yeah, you might have thought, oh my gosh, you you gained weight because you was depressed. This is terrible. Whatever you tell me at the end. I never wanted to do anything with my body for another person. 
Yeah. So even in that previous relationship, like, okay, the, the weight gain was because of depression, right? And I wanted to lose it because back to the, not the result, but the why, why did you get there? So I need to, I want, it was like a, it was a physical reminder, right? Of oh, that depression. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I want to shed that because I've learned to process his passing. And going back to your point of it's about personal choice and decision, mm-hmm. right? If I want to get my brows done because I like the way that that looks and I want that for myself, that's fine. If I want to get my eyebrows done because I think that will be more accepted by other people, that's not my choice anymore. Exactly. If I want to live in this body in whatever shape it's in, beautiful rocket let's do this yes if i want to make changes to this body for me for whatever the reason is as long as it's you know mentally sound and in alignment with like moving ourselves forward that's my choice and when i start take you're right when i start taking in all that outside input that i did not ask for by people who in any other situation i would not trust their opinion so why am i trusting it right now something so permanent like yourself right and the person that you're going to be around your entire life is you yes and what you said earlier of you're also banking on living (laughs) now imagine you do all you're right yeah you're you're banking on living you're also banking on the health of that and especially if you're talking about romantic relationships right i mean even family too because people families too but more so romantic relationship, you're banking on that being your forever person. And it's like, ha, surprise, live a little. <laughs> it, it don't be. It you might be. yourself, baby girl. Yeah. Like, could you not stand <laughs> up? Uh, damn. To close this out, to wind this down, because I am loving all of this. <laughs> I want to make sure I get to ask, what or who makes you feel beautiful? I can answer both. Um, what when I'm taking care of myself, right? When I I, you know, I've always been a freelancer, always like, you know, fly by the seat of my pants kind of person. But me going to the gym, like when I'm in my gym bag, it's a schedule, it's a routine. Yeah. And I and I don't do things that I don't want to do. So no offense to anyone who does CrossFit, that's not my jam. Like I don't think it has to be difficult, right? So I want to be yeah. not that I have to work out, I get to work out. I am blessed. So that whole perspective is 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 different because one for you to to work out one your life two you know you your motor skills are reasonable at some point you know and then like three you have transportation to get there and a gym membership so that means you have some extra 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 couple of dollars that that gratitude makes me feel beautiful mm. now um who my nieces and nephews yeah i know i am uh auntie through and through and you know especially like when they're younger they, they see me like with like makeup on or the whole razzle right and it's just like yeah. oh god like you know there's like it's magic to them literally so <laughs> it's yeah. like oh you smell nice auntie like you know the little compliments when they give that compliment it's like this is the best thing that's ever happened yes and then i have a niece that is actually we're entering double digits y'all so she's very much, she's on TikTok and, you know, she sees videos of me and is like, oh, you ate, period, you know, no crumbs. So it's like, yes, queen, right? And then I'm like talking right back at her and we sound like city girls. And I'm like, where are you learning this from? And it's just like, probably you. 
it's you. So me, me and my niece are at that relationship now where we're calling each other sis. So oh my God, that's that horrible. makes me feel super beautiful. It's like, you know, it's like you're seeing the cultivation of black girl magic, right? Where, you know, that yeah. is going to stick with her. How we yeah. compliment each other like, okay, glasses. You know what I mean? So it's just something like that. So she's already yeah. in that vein. And I love that for her. Compliments from black women. Top tier. Mm-hmm. Truly. Yes. Yes. I am a new aunt. I have a, a currently three month old niece. Oh, um, she's so cute. She's got a full head of hair. She's adorable. Of oh, course, my mom is always like, they should really do something with her hair. Put a bow on it. Put a headband <laughs> on it. Let that, let that baby live. But I do, to your point, I do think a lot about how as an aunt, I'll have like the influence I'll have over her. Cause I think about my relationship with my aunt and especially when I was little and like you know, my brother and I would go stay the night with her or like whatever, like she has her entire life always been the child free, fabulous aunt who just floats in and floats out. And she let me like, look at her perfume collection and like, look at all of her pretty dresses and coats. And like, we play dress up, like whatever. And I just remember like star eyes whenever I would like see her life. Cause I was like, this is glamour. Like, yes. <laughs> ah. And so I think about that with my niece of like, Oh my God, there's going to be a time where she is functional enough when she's not a baby we're like i won't be the parent who has to keep her alive and make her a good person i get to come in and be the fun aunt hopefully and what will i leave with her what will she teach me and especially black woman to black woman it's like what how will we get to grow together that's that's how i feel i have more nieces and nephews in the day of the week days of the week so <laughs> i i do like literally i can go on like a little tour and have days left over right i'm like i need a break like can we have a bye week like the, the nba so but i don't take that for granted right being a part yeah. of the the village in that way um i love that all my nieces are natural like they have natural hair mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's not something you know i had relaxers when i was growing up i don't have i mean i just have like a blow dryer right now but i don't have you know, have, I've been natural for a number of years. So already seeing, you know, the cultivation of different things um, as they get older, right? And, it, you know, I'm on their parents to, to just make sure like, hey, you know, this this don't work. Make sure this and other people yeah. are going to try to try them, you know, because yeah. I, have, I have like my, um, and this is not saying it's not an issue with the boys either, right? But we're talking about the girls right now. Like yeah. they're different complexions right? Mm-hmm. Some mm-hmm. are lighter skin, some are darker skin, all gorgeous. I mean, of course I'm going to say that, but I have that. I have the receipts, right? <laughs> so, you know, you want to make sure, especially with the darker ones that, okay, their, their confidence is solid. Like we mm-hmm. have, like, we do all of the things to make sure, of course, all of them across the board, but no, cause we know people are going to try to try that. Mm-hmm. You know? And we got to, yes. we got to block those things out from now so you know doing you know confidence building activities like performing arts and like they're all into something like that dance theater you know the one who's talking about like slaces she's into theater um of of course yes yes (laughs) yes 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 yes. another one she is into she's really into dance 
right? And she's more, you know, she's more of my my chocolate boo. And yeah, it's just a matter of because she's already experienced people kind of come and try to come at her sideways. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And she's only eleven. <sighs> so you know, and this was a couple of years ago. So it's just like, yeah, no. But by that time, it didn't even matter because we've been working on this from infancy, from day one. Day one. Listen, none. Uh-huh. No one's going to tear you down. Okay. No, not on. Not on my watch. No, so, I yeah. tell I tell my little three month niece when I'm FaceTiming her, I'm like, if anyone gives you trouble, call me. I'm there. I'm ready. I will fight. <laughs> yep, and that's and then that's how you got to be, you know. And this is including their parents, right? Because it's just like I'm always on the child side. I'm like, listen, what did you do? Mm-hmm. I think it's your fault. <laughs> I want her to know early that. <laughs> I'm in her corner. And if anyone, including her parents, crosses her, I'm ready. Let's go. And they know. And they know. Well, those are all of my questions. Thank you so much again for coming. Thank you so much for having me. This was fun. And if you would like to let the people know where they can find you, how they can follow up with you out in these digital streets. Okay. You can find me living my best uh, stay-at-home aunt life at AV does what? AV. D-O-E-S-W-H-A-T. Also, you can find my brand, University of Dope, at University of Dope. Get a deck. And we're in Target. Yes. We are in Target nationwide. So get a deck of that card game because it's lit. If you love hip hop, make sure you check it out in Target. And follow us on the gram, University of Dope, all social media platforms. And I'm also AV does what on all social media platforms. Amazing. Yes. Make sure you check out AV. Make sure you find University of Dope. You can keep up with the podcast at Not Ugly Pod on all platforms. And you can follow me, your host, Sarita, at Sarita Fonta, S-E-R-I-T-A-F-O-N-T-A on all platforms as well. See you next time. Bye. Bye. That was the end. Go tell a friend to listen to the Not Ugly Pod. Look, I'm still not a rapper. <laughs>